Helen Dalton, member for Murray. Good morning to you, Helen. Good morning, Marcus. All right. Uh, what's up with Wes Fang? Why are you <laughs> sparring with Wes on, on social media? Uh, do you two not well, like each other? What's the story there? No, well, we don't agree on much, really. Um, we certainly don't agree on the taking the vaccines away from regional New South Wales. And um, and where he, he's a National Party person, where where's he in all of this? Um, we're absolutely gobsmacked at what's going on and the latest uh, Gladys Berejiklian decision. Yeah. Uh, at the current rates, it looks as though most people in New South Wales, that's in the cities and in the regional areas, won't be vaccinated until the end of the year. All right. So that's one problem. The other problem they're going to face in regional areas is the fact that in order to get HSC students back before teachers in, uh, in the city of Sydney... Well, some regional areas, including the one that you represent, Murray, will lose their Pfizer vaccines. You're not happy about that, Helen? No, well, we're very short anyway. And um, as you know, that uh, our health system is in crisis. Now, um, if we did have a COVID outbreak, um, our medical system will absolutely collapse. So um, we've only got a combined total of about six ventilators for the region, for the Murrumbidgee region. Um, and our area is the size of Scotland. So you can imagine what's going to happen if it gets out. Now, we're so short anyway, and even those people that are really desperate and should have that uh, Pfizer um, can't get it. So um, we're finding this absolutely um, just unacceptable, the do you, decisions. Do you know that, what that regions? Do you, I mean, you've got... Um, it's a Liberal national government. We have um, uh, the Deputy Premier supposedly representing regional areas. Yesterday, the Premier announced that she will be taking away vaccines from regional areas to give them to HSC students in Sydney. You asked the National Party, the so-called only party for regional New South Wales, to oppose this decision. Wes Fang, MLC, he supports it. Uh, Here is what Wes said yesterday. Actually, I do approve. Those kids in southwestern Sydney deserve the chance to finish their HSEs like all rural and regional kids in Year 12 this year will. They are in COVID hotspots. When did you become so selfish? These kids deserve a future and for many it starts with achieving their HSC. We've luckily kept COVID out of our areas. If they get and spread COVID from school into the community, guess who will be more at risk? Rural and regional New South Wales. Uh, I I didn't think you and your quote-unquote tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theory supporters believed in vaccines anyway. Well, he's gotten very personal there, but it doesn't help the situation. It doesn't explain to people in areas like the Murray why the vaccines are being taken away. And and how many are they? Are they even disgusted with you as the local member? No, not at all. And um, apparently uh, the decision wasn't even discussed with the Teachers' Federation. So... Um, I think um, Gladys is really desperate. She's just going from one bad decision to another. I mean, her her rules, her lockdown rules are vague, confusing and often inconsistent. What we do want is strong leadership um, and we're not getting that from this government. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I mean, I'd love to get Wes on the program. Maybe we'll give him a hoy, see if he'll come on. Uh, Look, I understand the importance of kids getting back to face-to-face learning, particularly those uh, in their final year of school. I know personally how tough it is. My uh, youngest did his HSC last year and it was (laughs) disrupted enough. It's even worse this year. But the other issue, of course, uh, gets to this. 
uh, and nobody seems to be discussing it. So what are we mandating now that students who want to get an education, that is, students who want to do their HSC, have to be vaccinated, quote-unquote? Since when is it mandatory? So they suggest... Have you heard, Helen? Is it being discussed as being mandatory for you to sit your HSC or, in other words, to enable yourself to go and get face-to-face learning? So if you're not vaccinated, what are they going to say? No, I'm sorry, you can't come to school. Yeah, it's a decision that was poorly thought through because people have their own opinions. I mean, there's those that don't want to be vaccinated. It could be because of health complications or or what their beliefs are. Um, it's it's really the thin edge of the wedge. And um, I, I still think that it shows that Gladys Berejiklian and her government are really grasping at straws. Yeah. And um, they should just get on with the job of doing, um, you know, looking after our state for everyone, not just for a few, and um, make sure that their rules are consistent, work with the other governments, and um, make sure that this is as painless and quick as possible to get back on track. I reckon you would probably agree with this. New South Wales Labor, the opposition, are calling for the release of the health advice that all these decisions are being made on. It's, you know, <laughs> there's uncertainty, there's anxiety for families, workers and businesses right across uh, Greater Sydney in particular. We've had 33 days in lockdown and now another four weeks. Even though there's been bipartisan support, this support is being given, if you like, by almost wear, not a face mask, but a, a you know a, an eye mask, because nobody else seems to be able to have access to the data, the information that these decisions. What's the modelling? You know, why are we going through the latest regime of restrictions? Uh, you know, apparently we're told because they want to get as close to zero in four weeks' time as they possibly can. But that's what they told us a month ago. So where is the modelling? Why are we, at the moment, being denied access publicly and in my profession and in yours? You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen the health advice, have you? No, we've never had any... Um uh, consultation from the government on any decisions, and that includes, of course, the border, the border lockdowns, which have a huge impact on the people in my electorate. Um, we've never been we've never been allowed to have our opinion on that, and um, it, you know, before they initially shut things or 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 make these rash decisions and or or change the rules quickly, and it just creates uh, a lot of hardship and anxiety yeah. within our electorate. Well, the other issue, of course, Helen, is the fact that ultimately these decisions are being made without Parliament sitting. Uh, No one's in there debating uh, on what are the harshest restrictions that this city, the biggest in the country, has ever seen. you got, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who are unable to work. Uh, It's costing uh, financially, mentally. It's costing the the federal government and also the state government, but federal taxpayers in particular, billions of dollars to support people while they're unable to work, which, you know, I'm not criticising. We need to provide some sort of economic certainty otherwise we we might as well give the game away but all what i'm suggesting is all of these big decisions life-altering decisions that as we know may affect people's mental health are all being made but it's not being able to be scrutinized why can't we see the health advice that's right and um really our mps with, with the, today's technologies we should be able to have at least a zoom or or some kind of yes uh, they're doing it overseas or, 
They are, but we, we're all anxious to get back to, to Parliament just to keep keep an eye on things and have our say. Yes. But, of course, we can't. We're locked out in a way. <laughs> so, so it's almost no democracy by default. So in other no. words, the, the state government's doing whatever the hell they like on whatever uh, advice they're given. We wouldn't know because we're not shown it, we're not told it. So there goes democracy out the window. And, of course, you can't get back into state parliament to debate these issues with, uh, with fellow MPs and there's no uh, scrutiny, there's no discussions, there's just this so-called crisis cabinet meeting and even they can't get along, for goodness sake. No, they can't. And, and the way they do make their decisions means that, um, you know, we, the, we have had no input into them, so therefore there's a lot of discontent on every level. And if they... You know, if they did work with people, and particularly the, the councils and the MPs and um, perhaps the Department of Education or whoever that they need to work with, we would have a consensus and we would be behind the government. But yeah. at the moment, the government is just, it's just having, making these knee-jerk um, decisions, which probably Gladys is trying to maintain her popularity. But in doing so... Um, well, it's not working. Bad decisions. According it's to my very yeah, bad decisions. According to yeah. what I hear from people on my open line and from my emails, <laughs> she's a dead duck. All right, thank you, Helen. Thanks, Marcus.